You're listening to Hacking Your ADHD, and I'm your host, William Kerr. I have ADHD, and on this podcast, I dig into the tools, tactics, and best practices to help you work with your ADHD brain. Thanks for joining me for the very last episode of 2019. In this episode, I'm writing a letter to my ADHD. This is an exercise I got from Eric Tivers, ADHD Rewired Coaching and Accountability Groups. I'll be honest, I wasn't all that keen on writing a letter to my ADHD when I first heard about this exercise, but it was actually surprisingly refreshing to address that part of myself. Since my first letter to my ADHD, I've tried to write another one about four times a year. When I write these letters, it gives me a chance to check in with my relationship with my ADHD. Sometimes it's going really well, while other times I found myself to be really struggling. If you'd like to write your own letter to your ADHD, just set a timer for 10 to 15 minutes and write whatever feels natural to say. There's no wrong way to write your letter. And don't worry, I've heard a number of these that start off with, Dear ADHD, go F yourself. But that's just one way these letters can go. The great part about doing this exercise is that you get a nice record of how your relationship with your ADHD is going. I can look back and see how I was doing mentally when I last checked in. For our episode today, I gave myself a bit more time than the 10 to 15 minutes I usually write these in. I also took a chance to look back at my old letters and then stole some of my best lines. I hope you enjoy this peek into my relationship with my ADHD. And just as a note, since this is a letter to my ADHD, that means I'm using the word you a lot. So to be clear, I'm not talking about you, the listener, but you as in my ADHD. If you'd like to follow along with the show notes page, you can find that at hackingyouradhd.com slash dearadhd. And with that, let's get the show on the road. Dear ADHD, it feels like it's been a long time since I last wrote you, but I think that is mostly just the time blindness. It's been quite a year with the new podcast, hasn't it? We've certainly had our ups and downs. And while I'd like to blame all the downs on you, I know that is entirely true. As I've been working on the show these last few months, I've had a bit of a perspective shift. I've always thought that I need to be better at working with you, but spending the time to actually articulate those thoughts has been really insightful. I've always kind of thought I knew what I needed to do, but it's become a lot more apparent to me that those thoughts are actually getting in the way of me figuring out what I really need to do. When I just assume that I already know what I need to do, I close a bunch of doors I never even realized were there. Instead of looking for ways that I can work with you, I instead find myself focusing on what a neurotypical person might do. And I've got to accept that doing things the way neurotypicals do them isn't always the best way for me to do them. This means I'm going to need to spend a lot more time questioning what I know because there are many other ways I could be doing things. This shift has also really helped me accept that trying harder is just never the right answer. Because what does trying harder even really mean? Like, oh, I'll just use more willpower. Or, I just won't forget to do something. The problem with the idea of just trying harder is that it doesn't tell me what I really need to do, and it doesn't address why I was having a problem in the first place. For example, earlier this year, I was trying to lose some weight, and I had some problems with it. And if I had just said, hey, I need to try harder to stay on my diet, that's basically me saying, oh, just don't mess up this time. Just imagine someone giving you that advice. It isn't like I set out to mess up in the first place. And even if I had some success with trying harder... That probably just means that I wasn't hitting the same speed bumps I was last time. It's not trying harder if things are just inexplicably easier. So, screw that. If it isn't advice I'd give someone else, then I'm not going to be giving it to myself. 
I know I'm going to struggle sometimes, and sometimes I'm not going to be able to predict what those struggles are going to be. Being perfect is a myth, and I'm not going to be perfect in anything I do. I shouldn't expect to be. It's just reality that I'm going to struggle sometimes and that I'm going to mess up. I'm not perfect. I've made a lot of strides on giving up on being perfect, but I still have really high standards for myself. And it's okay to have high standards, but I've also got to accept that I'm not going to be hitting those standards and it doesn't make me any lesser. We're not going to have perfect days every day, or even most days. And this is also getting me thinking about that idea that ADHD is a superpower. This is something I've been seeing pop up more and more often, but I'm not entirely sure what it means. I mean, if you were my superpower, I can't imagine the Justice League knocking on my door anytime soon. Honestly, how messed up is it to tell someone struggling with ADHD that they're wrong, and in fact, that their condition is really a superpower? That's just piling onto the whole, I'm not good enough mentality that a lot of us develop. Because if you're a superpower, and I'm still struggling, I guess that just means I suck a whole lot more than I thought. I can't imagine just ignoring the hard parts of ADHD and calling you a superpower. I hate it when I think I've planned out enough time, but end up being late anyways, because time blindness. And I hate that I can lose my train of thought in the middle of saying a sentence. I hate when I struggle with basic stuff just because my brain won't let me get started. For example, I'm working on this the day before it's being released. I hate that I let myself bring work home sometimes because I wasn't able to finish it during the week. I don't want to be that guy that makes my wife watch the kids while I'm doing work on the weekends. I want to be the guy playing with his kids. But sometimes, that's what I get with ADHD. And just so I'm clear, I'm definitely not on board with the whole ADHD is a curse thing either. Yeah, there are a lot of things I struggle with that you make harder. But that's where the whole idea of working with your ADHD comes in. When I'm not butting heads with you, we can do some pretty cool things together. I like the creativity you bring and that we can come up with so many cool ideas. And while I wish you'd meet me halfway more often, I've also got to accept that I don't get to steer the boat nearly as much as I want. One of the hardest things for me this year was not having my mom around anymore. One thing I'm going to always appreciate that she left me with is that when I was a kid and diagnosed with dyslexia, she made clear to me that being dyslexic didn't make me any worse than any other kid. It just meant my brain was wired a little bit differently. I didn't learn to read until I was in fourth grade, and so that was something I really needed to hear. And then when I was diagnosed with ADHD in my 20s, those same thoughts transferred over. You don't make me better or worse than anyone else. It just means we do things a little bit differently together. And you know what? I think I kind of like that. Thanks for sticking with me all the way to the end. Normally, this is where I'd be giving you a rundown of today's top tips, but I don't really think that applies for today's episode. Instead, I'd like to encourage you to write your own letter to your ADHD. It can feel silly when you start, but it's a great way to get a better understanding of what's going on in your head. I know it's helped me a lot. And that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to reach out, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HackingYourADHD. Or you can connect with me over at HackingYourADHD.com dot com slash contact if you'd like to read this episode's transcript you can go to the show notes page at hackingyouradhd.com slash dear adhd if you're this far into the end of the show you might also like to know that on the second tuesday of every month at 10 30 pacific i join eric tivers of adhd rewired and brendan mahan of adhd essentials for a live q a 
The next one is coming up on January 14th. To register, just go to ADHDrewired.com slash events. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, stay curious. Stay curious.